White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. The show is at Locked On Sox. Today is a glorious day, and Chris Tannehill is going to tell you why. <laughs> well, Herb, I've been waiting my whole life for the White Sox to sign and ornery Australian and have them come out of the bullpen late in games and close things out and today the White Sox finally have an Australian at the back end of their bullpen as they have signed Liam Hendricks finally how long we've been talking about this guy practically since the season ended uh, with that vacancy in the bullpen at the closer spot the White Sox now have a closer Liam Hendricks signs a deal three years 39 million now this this contract's a little little uh, unorthodox here hear me out so this is per Jeff Pass and the details on Liam Hendricks' fascinating deal with the White Sox. It's a three-year deal that'll pay Hendricks $39 million in those first three years. But both the buyout and fourth-year option salary are $15 million. So Hendricks will receive $54 million guaranteed regardless of what the White Sox do. So what that means is the Sox can either pick up his option in four years for $15 million, or they could say goodbye to him for the same price, which is something I can't recall ever seeing before. But, Herb, this is a 2019 American League All-Star for the Oakland Athletics. We saw him up close and personal, and the way he was able to shut down the White Sox offense, they, they gave him all he could handle in the American League wildcard series there. But he is now a Southsider. Herb, your thoughts when you first heard the news that Liam Hendricks was coming to the Southside? Amazing. I mean, I paint the picture as it's a new year, new me. Uh, after the national championship got out of hand, I went downstairs to work out a little bit. And I get this alert from Locked On Pods, like the the overarching uh, network podcast here at the Locked On Network. And I was like, whoa, they tagged us in a thing. Oh, Liam Hendricks. Oh, snap. So I almost fell off the treadmill reading this thing, (laughs) not because of the shocking news. It's because I'm out of shape and, you know, looking at my phone and walking really hard to do on a treadmill. Um so I was like, what? You know, and you said, we've been asking for this. Anything to, you know, improve this team. This offseason has been largely, for me, uh, lackluster. And this makes it a lot, a lot better. Like, he is exactly what this team needs right now to shorten those games. Now, uh, I was so scared. I think the other day we were like, man, they might go into next year just with the guys they have on the squad. But now... We got those same guys in the squad, young cats, probably not ready for the primetime action of closing out games. Liam Hendricks has been there and done that. We saw him firsthand in that game. There was no hitting him in that game. Slida is, I guess, his nickname. So I'm looking forward to three years plus uh, another fourth for Liam Hendricks, and he's hyped to be here too. So as I said, yeah, and I'll get to him. He had comments about the White Sox uh, at the end of the season. We'll get to in a second. Also, you're going to hear manager Tony Larusa and what he believes a lockdown closer does for your ball club. But just real quick here, you know, for those unfamiliar with Liam Hendricks, we didn't see him a lot 
in in 2020 other than the postseason and be, being on the West Coast and all, maybe a lot of you White Sox fans may be new to uh, Liam Hendricks, and certainly judging by some of the reaction that I'm seeing out here, that people are less than enthused, and we'll get to that in a second as well. But if you're wondering what Liam Hendricks throws, he's basically a two-pitch pitcher. Four-seam fastball, throws the slider about 23% of the time, mixes in a curveball now and then. How is he effective? He, well, he's 31 years old, so even as an older guy out of, coming out of the bullpen, he's able to get that. Fastball velocity, he's in the 87th percentile according to MLB Savant, uh, 92 strikeout percentage, fastball spin, 85, and he doesn't walk people. He's one of the top-tier guys in terms of not giving up the free pass. So when you strike guys out and you don't walk people, that's the recipe for a big-time closer in baseball. And now the White Sox seem to have that in Liam Hendricks, and it's a significant upgrade, in my opinion, over Alex Colome, who nothing against him. Did the job, you know, very valiantly over the past couple seasons, and he, you know, a lot of shaky outings there, but he never, uh, you know, quite broke. You know, there was lots of bending with Alex Colome, but he never really broke, and you know, that was a solid acquisition. And many people thought that 2020 he shouldn't even be on the team, but I was all on board with the White Sox holding on to Colome for 2020 and finding, you know, having someone to close out those games for these young pitchers. And turned out it was it was a solid move by Rick Hahn to keep him around. And people said he was past his prime. So with closers, I know a lot of times it varies from year to year. You never really know what you're getting with, with these closers and guys in the bullpen. But the White Sox now have a really strong bullpen and they are a better team now. Finally, we can say this, I think, comfortably that they are a better team today than the team that uh, you know left Oakland in that in that three game series there, but Herb, I'm already seeing some detractors here. Uh, it's some of the early returns here on social media, and it is White Sox Twitter, so we get it. So we we know the audience. We are the audience, uh, you know. <laughs> and I always like to find something, you know, uh, holes to poke uh, in, in some of the White Sox signings, and so we've already had one of those this offseason with Adam Eaton. But I, I can't imagine why people would be against this. It's a significant upgrade over Alex Colome. It's not your money to spend. So I don't I don't understand. Like people are saying it's too much money. Like what why do you think people are not liking this move so much? I don't know. Like it's is not that much money as you said. It is for 3 years plus a fourth year option where they either buy him out for 15 million so that doesn't go on their books or they have him on a $15 million salary. If he gets to that point where you got a him and haw about that, it's a good thing, folks. This is a good move. Like we just said, it shortens the game. We got a guy, and Alex Kalman did the job for two years. Spectacular. Great job. It was a little shaky sometimes, but that guy was pretty much clean, no marks. Having that security at the back end of the bullpen is just the luxury that many teams don't have. And the White Sox, no matter what, have had that in their um, past. And this is why I think some are mad because the White Sox have developed a lot of closers just by drafting them and developing them in the minors. And they come into the majors and then inexpensively go with those guys for four or five years until they you know want money and then they dump them off. So I think that would be the only reason why my Sox fans could object to this. I can't see them objecting to getting him over Colome. I think if you ask most in the baseball community, which would you rather have, Hendricks or Colome? I think most would take Hendricks. So that's what I'm speculating, that people are just mad at spending money for a closer and 
that much money. And I guess they're probably continuing on the uh, argument to say that, well, Jerry Spence, $54 million for him, that means that goes away for other players that we might not we might not uh, not get now. So like a Marcelo Zuna won't be in the mix now because we've already spent 54 million on this dude and 7 million. I had meeting and he's just taking away the pot that Jerry was giving. That's the only reason I can think that people would be mad about this, like that type of uh, thinking. Well, one thing that I think would sort of uh, have someone's eyebrows raise a little bit. Liam Hendricks is, is 31. Okay. And we, we talked about the difference between him and Colome was marginal in terms of age is only a month or two, but it, it, take this right for an example of how uh, old Liam Hendricks is. It'll certainly make you feel old listening to this. So, you know, he was a, a I don't want to say failed starter, but he had some injury issues. He was, you know, shuffled into the closers role after the A's had an injury. I think it was with uh, Blake Trinan. So he just, you know, naturally fell in that spot, but he had plenty of opportunities as a starter, bounced around a little bit, made his debut with the Minnesota Twins back in 2011, and check this out. He, he makes his debut uh, against the White Sox, ironically, and uh, 2011, September 6th, he goes up against Jake Peavy in Minnesota, and it was a rare victory for the White Sox against the Twins, especially uh, in that era. But the Sox win 3 nothing, September 6, 2011. Uh, some of the guys in the lineup for the White Sox that night, Juan Pierre, Alexei Ramirez, AJ, Alex Rios, Adam Dunn, the Crusher, Brent Lillibridge, Tyler Flowers, <laughs> uh, Deaza, Brent Morrell, your guy, and Gordon Ugh. Beckham, your other guy. And to, to get this hard-fought victory that day in 2011, Jake Peavy starts. Will Oman comes in. Jason Frazier comes in, along with Jesus. Matt Thornton and Sergio Santos to, to seal the Thornton deal. Thornton lost the game, of course. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the, no. The, the the Sox only managed four hits that night. Uh, the Twins only they get six, but no runs across. Liam Hendricks takes the loss. He goes seven innings, gives up four hits, three runs, all of them earned that night in Minneapolis. So Liam Hendricks is a guy that's been around for a minute, but he's evolved. And, you know, I think the injury history is a red flag for some people, but he certainly looked damn good in the shortened season uh, in 2020. How good, you ask? Well, in 2020, Liam Hendricks posted a one4 Wins above replacement. He went three and one with just a one seven eight earn run average. We talked about him in great detail uh, over the last couple of weeks here on the show. So coming up after a quick timeout, you're going to hear from Liam Hendricks himself before he he, he makes his uh, Zoom call, a first appearance with the Chicago media. We're going to hear his thoughts on the rebuilding White Sox and the resurgent White White Sox actually. And you'll also hear from manager Tony Larusa and what he thinks a top tier closer does to sort of shorten games and what it, what it does to shape the dynamic of your ball club in 2021. We're back with all that and more right after this. And this episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. You guys ready for some football? Well, college football, it's in the books now, but the NFL postseason, the playoffs are heating up, and there's some huge matchups this weekend. You know, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and of course, that's our friends, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use our promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but this this line here in the Green Bay-Los Angeles game, the Packers just six-and-a-half-point favorites at Lambeau. 
And, you know, the Rams have their quarterback issues. Jared Goff looked good, but he's got the injury. I think I'm going to hammer that. <laughs> the Packers getting six and a half coming up this weekend. What about you, Herb? What other plays are you looking at for uh, the NFL postseason? I saw how good the Cleveland Browns looked against the vaunted Pittsburgh Steelers, who have actually gone down. That number, according to betonline.ag, is minus 10. So the Keys are giving 10 points at the crib versus the Browns. I'm not seeing that. I think the Browns can keep up with this offensive juggernaut. They've shown a uh, propensity to uh, pass the ball crisply now with Baker Mayfield, and the running game is second to none out there with Kareem Hunt and also Nick Chubb. So I'm all in for that 10 points I'm getting from the Cleveland Browns in that Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I will go to betonline.ag and give me that Cleveland Browns plus 10. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, friends. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And we're also brought to you by rockauto.com. You know, there's so many different makes and models of automobiles these days. It's impossible to stock all the parts your car is ever going to need in your traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or intimidating questions like is your car an LX or is it an EX and you got to go out to the car because you don't remember and you wait for the person at the counter to check their inventory on the parts that only their store has why go through that when you have the inventory of rockauto.com right in your pocket it's on your cell phone just pull it up and you can find any maker model any type of auto part your car will ever need and there's so many different reasons to maintain your automobile these days but one obviously the biggest one is to save money so you can spend your money on more important things in life so why would you choose to spend 30 50 or even 100 percent more on the exact same auto parts at a chain store or even a new car dealership you see because chain stores they offer different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and always reliably low rockauto.com offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market's going to bear like how airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login you just pull up rockauto.com right there on your phone search the parts you need buy them have it shipped to you and just wait for it to arrive. No logging in, forgetting your password like I do, waiting to, for an email confirmation. None of that stuff at rockauto.com. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and do us a favor, won't you? Write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And now, back to Locked On White Sox. Liam Hendricks is coming in this game. It is 6-4 Oakland. Tying run at the plate. Two outs in the ninth inning. And a two-ball, two-strike count. Hendricks trying to dig deep. Here's his 2-2. Mazzara takes strike three called. And a win, a long time coming for the A's franchise. Bob Melvin and his team earned this one. What a win today and what a series win for the Oakland Athletics. We're back on Lockdown White Sox. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, our guy Sully, every day on Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors, both past and present, featuring exciting guest interviews like us, routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis on the day's biggest stories. Lockdown MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, we're back, locked on White Sox. We don't do emergency episodes around here. We're covering the White Sox here every day. We were going to originally do a mailbag today on Tuesday. We still got Uncle Pete's email to get to. We'll probably do that tomorrow and, and, and finish out the week. Uh, but Liam Hendricks, uh, it's Liam Hendricks Day on Locked on White Sox. And, you know, you want to hear from the man himself who I think was playing the long game here as the 2020 season ended. That This, this thing really stuck, you know, resonated with me. You know, after, you know, being kind of down about the White Sox losing in Oakland, certainly a winnable game. They had Hendricks on the ropes in that ninth inning on two consecutive days. But this stuck out to me. This was in Liam Hendricks' post game. This is real short here, but this kind of, uh, it was on my radar ever since he said it. And here's what Liam Hendricks had to say about facing the White Sox back in October. I mean, hats off to the White Sox. They were a they're a fantastic team. They've got a great lineup, and they're going to be uh, they're going to be powerhouses in the AL Central for a few for several years now. Just with just basing off those young guys they got in that lineup and their the rotation guys they've got behind Giolito and Keuchel as well. It's uh, it's going to be fun to watch those guys play for a long time. Now he's going to be able to watch them play right from uh, right from the bullpen, right from their his own dugout. So I think he was playing the long game there, Herbie. He knows he's a smart man. I, I like I like that kind of setting himself up. He knows he was going to be a top you know sought after free agent, and then the White Sox were certainly a team that was going to be in need of his services so look at him now he's on the south side and he can be a part of this powerhouse as he put it yeah and i'm very very uh, happy that i think we either played it or uh we played on the score that single clip and i was like yeah that that would be great if the white Sox would be great in the years to come the al central and you could help us out mr liam Hendricks. and that's all he's going to do for the white Sox. uh we're we got one of the top bullpens i think now in the whole american league and so Moving forward, not worrying about the bullpen. Once you have your starter going out, you got solid effort. I mean, Jim Cordero had a tough year last year, but all in all, he came back to form and looked like the guy that was in 2019. Imagine that guy being your sixth inning guy and then handing the ball over to either Foster or Hoyer. And then the eighth inning is handled by Aaron Bummer. And then the ninth, you got Liam Hendricks. Perfect. I mean, we're good. We're good to go. And I didn't talk about as a Marshall out there. So we're got a we got a we got a thing out there in the bullpens. Having this signing just makes me feel so good. It seems like a continuation of the Lance Lynn. I wish it would have came early, so I felt a little bit better about the offseason. But the MLB offseason for another year has been really slow. So this feels like a continuation of the Lance Lynn stuff. Let's keep it going, Trevor Bauer. Let's keep it going. Let's speak these things into existence. We talked about Liam Hendricks, and now we sign with the White Sox. It feels good. Let's talk another player into the White Sox. Let's get Michael Brantley. Let's continue. I love the signing by Rick Hahn. He out, you know, spent everybody on the market. I mean, it hasn't come out, but this is a great deal. This is a great deal for everybody involved, and I don't know how you can be displeased with the White Sox making an aggressive move to get the top closer on the market. Liam Hendricks with 14 saves last year in the shortened season. Don't forget Garrett Crochet, too, in the mix as another yeah. like secret weapon, not a not-so-secret weapon, but another weapon that you can kind of mix and match as you please. So you know, Embarrassments are riches. Yeah, man, it's 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 good. One of those good problems, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, But again, you know, now you're in a situation where you can give guys some rest because your bullpen is so deep and you don't, you know, you can be cautious with Aaron Bummer, who's coming off the injury last year. You know, you can, you know, not overuse Garrett Crochet after he had some, you know, injury issues in that final game in Oakland. 
And now, all of a sudden, that's this is like a strength of your team now. You know, we thought the offense was going to be the strength, but now the pitching staff is even stronger. So, you know, the White Sox, with this move, I believe the White Sox are now the favorite in the American League. That That's how I see it. They've got to build on last year, and they've got to produce, and, and they, they've got to earn it. Nothing's given in baseball, but I think they – could be the favorites right now and if they go out and sign someone like trevor bauer or they fill that hole at dh i think you know you, you could pencil them in for a deep postseason run here but more about that bullpen herb and this is something that I, that I tucked away uh you know a couple of weeks ago we never got to it because we we decided to talk about you know the cespedes signing and other things cool. came up but tony la Russa finally came around and did his uh teleconference with, with the uh with the, f- the assembled media after mm-hmm. we made fun of him for not doing it eventually you know the court case was i guess you know it, it was finalized and you know, we figured out what was going to happen with the dui thing but he finally met the media and my theory was this the whole time that the white Sox were going to be in on Hendricks because tony la Russa is a big fan of guys having roles and you're not going to bring in tony la Russa and leave it up to chance to have someone closing out games like Matt Foster or Cody Hoyer, but who I'm sure can do the job. They certainly have the stuff. But when you're in your World Series window, why leave it to chance? So here's what Tony La Russa said about what having a dynamic closer does for your ball club. What that does, if you have a legitimate closer, it helps you set the rest of the bullpen, and it also has a, an effect on your opponents knowing that the game is, has gotten shortened. But what you see over the years is that as the bullpens have been used more, the deeper the bullpen, the better your chances. And that's one of the things that stands out about the uh, 2021 White Sox going forward. We have legitimate starters added Lynn to Lucas and Dallas. And we've got some outstanding young talent, as you know, Cease, Kopech, it goes on and on. But what you end up doing is you do the best you can to identify that late inning closer. And I know our front offices is working hard uh, to make it happen. But we are also really excited based on what we saw last year that these young guys are pitching late in the game like they had a number of years experience. They have no fear and they got great talent. So I think we're gonna have a very deep and reliable bullpen. This pitching staff's gonna be fun to watch, Herb, and you know, you're not gonna have to have so much pressure on the offense night in and night out and you know the, this but what I see with this team in 2021 is there's depth all over the place and you know pitching offense like this team has it all right now and we'd like to rectify that DH spot maybe fix a couple holes here or there just a couple of minor tweaks but you know I hope they're not done I hope maybe this will be the the precursor to the Trevor Bauer move who knows but just looking at this contract real quick on, on the way out here you know I've often said that you can't be impervious if you're a major league ball club. You can't just not have some bad contracts on your books, and you want to try to avoid it for as long as you can. The White Sox certainly have up to this point. They've given themselves financial flexibility. Rick Hahn talked about the money will be spent and how they had a, a little surplus of cash squirreled away for when they're, they're in their competitive window, and now they are. And even if the Hendricks deal turns out to be bad when he's you know 35 years old, and you buy him out for $15 million. $15 million in four years is nothing. It's nothing now for a major league ball club. But now you, you're you you're playing with the big boys now, Herb. You've got a contract on your books that's a little, little uh, 
weighted on the back end where all of a sudden it could cause some problems for you down the road. But it's all about here and now and competing for a World Series in 2021. And Herb, I think Liam Hendricks helps the White Sox do that. Yeah, and like I was saying earlier, it was like continuation because Lance Lindsay, since he only has one year left on his deal, seems like we're going for it in 2021. So when they got Adam Eaton, I was like, ah, that doesn't scream we're going for it in 2021. It seems like uh, we're going back to our past. And this Liam Hendricks, yeah, it looks like you're foot down on the pedal, the gas pedal on the right, and you're just pushing it down a little bit further. You can continue doing that if, if you want to, but you don't get a strong closure like this and a starting pitcher like this just to settle, just to chill out right here. This feels like there's something else coming up. And I hope there is something else. They do have the most talented team in the AL Central, probably in the American League. But I want to have no doubt on the field. So getting another bat, especially the designated hitter, is paramount. Absolute paramount now. Just to leave no doubt. Like, we can have so deep of a team and everybody be like, man, how do we beat the White Sox? The starters are just dominant. And when we get their starters out of the game, their fucking bullpen is dominant. And then they bash us. They bash our starting pitcher and our bullpen, especially if we're left-handers. I want that. I want the people to be scared of coming to guaranteed rate. And when the White Sox travel to wherever your city is at, man, White Sox are this time. I got to go and see them, but they're going to beat my team's ass type of thing. So let's keep going. This is another It's a continuation move. You go and get the next guy. If that's Trevor Bauer, so be it. If that's Azuna, let's do it. Michael Brantley, I'm all in. All right, yeah, I do. I think something else is coming too. I don't think you invest this money in a closer when you still have a, you know, maybe a question mark or two in the starting rotation. You know, I don't think you're going to just pencil in Michael Kopech in the rotation and then put all this money towards a closer. I think there's more things coming. I, I certainly hope there's bigger things coming. And this is an exciting time to be a White Sox fan, man. This is they're 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 going for it. I was really worried, you know. In the back of my mind that, you know, they're going to cheap out on the closer and they're going to ask one of these young kids to do it. And I know a lot of people are mad because, you you know, you don't pay closers in baseball. Like, that's just, you know, the smart teams don't do that. But, you know, there's the White Sox. Like, they didn't have that many holes this offseason. So it's, it's a move they had to do. So I'm okay with it. I know it's not ideal. You know, if you, if you could, you could just churn out arms left and right, be the Tampa Bay Rays, and you'd have guys coming up all the time and just punch, you know, put anyone in to get those last three outs of the game. But they're not easy outs to get. And we've certainly seen over the years guys who had the stuff not be able to get those last three outs. So now you have a guy who's done it before at a high level. He's an all-star. And, you know, it's, it's, it's good that the White Sox have, have filled their biggest need uh, on their roster now. So it's, it's exciting times, and we'll hear more from Liam Hendricks and Rick Hahn as they meet the media in the coming days. Uh, but so far the rest of the week here, we got one more mailbag to get to, and hopefully we'll hear these guys uh, you yap it up after Liam's physical here. So that's all I got tonight, Herbie. So for Chris Tannehill, follow him at Chris Tannehill on Twitter. Me, Ecknerwall23 is the way you follow me. The Locked On Show is at Locked On Socks on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. Subscribe right now. Get your friends to subscribe. Chris Tannehill will be sending out a prize pack to every 100th subscriber we get. He'll randomly select one of those people. And send out a nice locked on socks prize pack. So why don't you just do it right now? Stop what you're doing right now. Go and subscribe to the YouTube channel and then come back and listen to this. Thank you.
So for Chris Tannehill, it's Herb Lawrence. Thank you for listening to this awesome, not emergency podcast <laughs> of Locked on Socks. <laughs>